0: Welcome to the weekly Comic Web Old-Time Radio Program podcast. We sell old-time radio programs, Golden Age comics in PDF format, and we have other free podcasts. Visit ComicWeb.com for more information, or find us on Facebook and iTunes. This week we have an episode of Gunsmoke, called The Photographer. It first aired on May 6th, 1956. Funny.
2: is just what I needed, Mr. Dillon. I sure been sleepy today. Uh, you got spring fever, Chester. I guess so. It is nice weather, ain't it? Won't be long now. The cattle drives will be starting. Yeah, and the streets will be
1: full of Texas cowhands looking for trouble.
2: Yes, sir. But you know I'm almost looking forward to them this year.
1: <laughs> and come July, you'll be pining for this peace and quiet.
2: Maybe, but not right now. Uh, maybe I'll just stop by the soil, Mister Dillon, if it's all right with you. Uh, sure. Well, what for? Well, like you said, it's spring. They got a bath there. Besides, it's time to get unsold. <laughs> you better leave them on. We might have a late frost. I don't know. I'm beginning to itch some. And I... hey, what's that crowd in front of the Long Branch? Yeah, I don't know. What well, do you suppose it is, Mr. Dillon? Hey, maybe it's a medicine show. Well, let's go take a look, huh? Mm-hmm. Well, whatever it is, uh, that fellow sure has drew a crowd, and that's a fact. Uh-huh. uh-huh. There he is. Miss Kitty's talking to her. And... Yeah. Uh, well, I guess there can't be no trouble, eh? yeah.
3: <laughs>
4: oh! oh.
2: Oh, Kitty. Hey, Marshal. You come to have your picture took too?
4: Yeah. <laughs> the Marshal look real smart in a tin type, huh? Yeah. You tell him to.
1: Ah, so that's it. You're taking pictures, huh?
3: Yeah, that's right, ma'am this is Professor Jacoby. He calls himself an artist of the camera.
2: Well, forevermore. So this is one of them things I've been hearing about. That's right. Ra- oh, well, keep your, hands,
1: keep your oh. hands off it, my good man. It's a very sensitive instrument.
2: Oh, <laughs> yes, sir. I'm sorry. Well,
1: you're Marshal Dillon, I take it, sir. That's right. Well, I'm glad to meet you, Marshal. I was coming to look you up directly. Quite right, naturally, you're one of the subjects I most wish to immortalize with the camera. Oh, is that so? Mm-hmm. Certainly, certainly. Western Marshal is one of our great heroes back east.
2: There well, are, you don't say.
1: Oh yes, yes. Say, Professor,
2: what's that little tent for?
1: Oh, that's where I do my developing, sir. Oh, uh, developing? Why, of course. Pyro and soda. You understand?
2: Well. Uh,
1: and the plate must be developed immediately before it dries. Oh, <laughs> uh, naturally. Now, Miss.
3: Oh, well. I'm as ready as I'll ever be. Uh,
1: you stand aside, would you? Uh, yes, if you'll just relax, miss. Uh huh. I'm not going to shoot you, you know. Uh, okay. Let me see. Uh, now, that's not precisely what I'm after. Hmm? What we need is another subject.
3: I beg your pardon?
1: Oh, another person. Ah, uh, you, sir, would you step up, please?
4: Huh. Yes, you... Me? You? Me. That's right. <laughs> How do you like that? He's going to immortalize old Toad. <laughs> just come right over here. Sir. That's it.
1: That's it. Uh, now, miss, if you'll just stand beside him. Him? Well, anything for art's sake, you know. We want this to look absolutely authentic.
4: <laughs> I think I'm going to like this, Miss Kitty. Now, don't go
3: getting any ideas, Toad. Nah. Ah,
1: that's
4: fine.
1: That's fine. Now, miss, if you'll just look up at him with that... Uh, uh, well, you know what I mean.
3: No, I don't know. Oh. Uh,
1: well, uh, well, Professor, I... why don't you just take your pictures of people the way you find them? They'll be authentic oh, enough. Oh, no, no. Of course, Marshal. I, I meant no offense.
3: Oh, all right, Matt.
2: Go ahead, Professor.
1: Yes, of course. That's it. Uh,
2: hey, where's he going? Oh, ducking under that black cloth there. Yeah, hey, you're going to have a hard time crawling into that little box. Oh. Oh, yeah. That's good, now. Yeah. That's good
4: yeah. now. That's good now.
1: Don't, think... don't take your eyes off the camera and don't move a muscle while I'm counting. Hmm? You understand?
4: Mm-hmm.
1: All right, take a big breath. Hold it. One, Missouri. Two, Missouri. Three, Missouri. Four, Missouri.
4: Five, Missouri. Missouri. Seven, Missouri. Eight, Missouri. Nine, Missouri. Ten, Missouri. Eleven. Good good. <laughs> well, ain't that something, Mr. Dillon
1: <laughs> You know, I want to see that picture, kiddie You look like the camera was a rattlesnake
3: no, it might as well have been I'm glad it's over
1: And see. now, Marshall, Uh, Marshal Maybe you will apply Well, no, thank you, Professor Maybe later, huh? Uh-huh And perhaps I'll take one of these gentlemen here Uh, you, sir you look like a gunfighter.
4: Oh, <laughs> <I> can... <laughs> huh?
1: Grubbs may try to look and act like a gunman, Professor, but he's not very desperate. Oh, oh I see. Uh, well, uh, perhaps you have someone in your jail, Marshal. No, <laughs> not at the moment. Uh, I know what the Eastern public wants, sir, what it wants to see. Dance hall girls and desperados, gunfighters, savage Indians, the violence of the West... And it's the violence I'm after, most of all. That's what will sell my photographs. Uh, Professor, then all you have to do is wait. Wait? For how long? Uh, maybe a few weeks when the trail herds start coming. Oh, I haven't got a few weeks, Marshal. Well, then I guess we can't help you. Uh. Well, don't worry, Marshal. I'll manage. No? How? Uh, you'll see. <laughs> I'm a man of ideas, Marshal. <laughs> morning, Sam. Howdy, Marshal. Good morning, Max. Oh, hello, Kitty. do you mind if I sit down.
3: Well, I haven't yet, have I?
1: Uh, um, ah. (laughs) (laughs) What are you grinning about?
3: I saw your picture. What was that you said to me about
1: rattlesnakes? Oh, yeah, it was pretty bad, wasn't it? Well, maybe if you didn't have to hold still for so long. Oh, sure.
3: Anyway, you're immortalized now. The professor will have your face all over the papers back. He's...
1: <laughs> if they'll print it.
3: <laughs> Matt, seriously. Hmm? I don't like that man. Oh? There's something about him. I don't know what it is.
1: Oh, he seems all right, Kitty. Maybe you're just not used to photographers.
2: Well,
1: neither are you, Mister Dillon. Ah, uh, yeah, Jasper.
2: Mister Dillon, you better come.
1: Now, yeah, what's the matter?
2: Out at the end of Bridge Street, they just found Old Toad. He's dead, dead. But that ain't all. He's been scalped. <laughs>
1: What do you make of it, Matt? I don't know, Doc.
2: Neither do I.
1: There hasn't been any Indian trouble lately. Surely no Indian come this close to town. Doc, it wasn't an Indian. That's not the way they use a knife.
2: Well, then, who did do it, Mr. Dillon? (laughs) Old Toad wasn't much good, but he never hurt nobody. There's another funny thing, Matt. Doesn't look like it was done right here.
1: But like it was done over there by that building. And then he was dragged out here into the open. Yeah, out in the open. of the sunlight. Yeah, wait a minute.
2: What are you looking for, Mr. Dillon?
1: Yeah, this, right here, Chester. Well, I... I
2: don't see nothing. Those like
1: three there. little marks on the ground there, you know what makes marks like that? No, what? The three-legged stand they use for a surveyor's instrument. Or a camera. Camera? Matt. No man would do that just for a picture. Well, there's one way to find out.
4: Come in. Come in.
1: Ah, Marshall. Ah, Professor. Looks like you're packing. You going someplace? Yes, yes, Marshal. I've covered Dodge pretty thoroughly. Now I want to go out onto the plains and get some pictures. You know, buffalo hunters, Indians. Aren't you leaving kind of sudden? Well, what do you mean? I've been planning to go down into the Indian territory. Well, they might be pretty dangerous right now, Professor. Oh, I'm not timid, Marshal. Oh, I know that. Did you hear there's Indian trouble starting? A man was scalped this morning right here in Dodge. Yes, I heard something of it, but I'm not frightened. Why not, Professor? Because you know it wasn't an Indian that did it. Just what do you mean, Marshal? I'd just like to know how you were able to get there and take a picture of Toad before anybody else knew anything about it. Uh, Perhaps I was just lucky, Marshal. I met the man who found him. I think it was more than luck. Luck. Are you accusing me of killing that man? Maybe you didn't do it yourself. But I think you hired it, Donner. Can you prove that? I can when I find the man you hired. (laughs) The whole thing is ridiculous, Marshal. Inside he was nothing but a scavenger, a derelict. He was a man and it was murder. Whoever did it will hang for it. Well, it's no concern of mine. Unless, of course, I can take a photograph of the hanging. You'll do anything for a picture, won't you? Well, almost anything, Marshal. Like I told that girl, (laughs) anything for art's sake. And that was a good picture I got of Toad, Marshal. Perhaps you'd like to see it. No, thanks. (laughs) Well, it's going to be quite a feather in my cap when I take it back east to Harper's. Maybe you won't take it back east, Jacoby. This might be one picture you paid too high a price for. Why didn't you
2: lock him up?
1: I got no proof against him, Doc, unless I can find the man who actually did it. And I got no idea who that is. Jacoby's been seen around town with a lot of men, but nobody's special. Uh, He's liable to skip town on you. Well, I hope so. What's that? Well, I figure he's going down into Indian territory. He won't go alone. Even he's not that foolish. And a logical one to go along with him is a man he'd already hired to do a job for him. Uh. Yeah, that's so. Anyway, it's the last chance I got. The town sure stirred up about it. It never thought old Toad had a single friend. Sure, they're upset. They think it was Indians. And the professor put the picture on display in the window of the Dodge House. Did you know that?
2: Yeah, I heard. And maybe it was him started the talk about calling the cavalry out against the Indians.
1: Well, he'd like nothing better than an Indian war to photograph. What kind of a man is that? I don't know, Doug. Mr. Dillon,
2: Moss Grimmick says a professor left town just before dawn this morning. Alone? Nope. Tom Grubbs was with him. Tom Grubbs. Sure. A two-bit would be gunman.
1: All right. Now all we got to do is catch up with him. ¡Pum, <tose>
2: I don't like it, Mr. Dillon. I don't like it a little bit. What, Chester? All this Indian sign. Yeah, hunting
1: parties. Good run of buffalo.
2: Well, hunting or not, they don't take kindly to no white men in the territory.
1: You want to go back?
2: Of course I do.
1: You just keep your eyes open. We'll manage. I guess Jacoby will be happy. He should be getting all the pictures he can use. I notice he's stopped several times. Pictures?
2: I hope I never meet another photographer. Well, maybe they aren't all like him, Chester. Well, I hope not. Hold up, Chester. What, hmm? Mr. Dillon? Something over in that clump of weeds there. Uh...
4: Marshal!
2: Marshal! White man? A white man? Mr. Dillon, it's grub. Yeah, come on.
4: Oh, oh.
2: Marshal! Mr. he's been hurt. Bad.
4: Uh,
1: he's bleeding? Yeah, he's been knifed. Help me, Mar-
4: Marshal. Where's Jacoby? Over oh, there. Somewhere. I don't know. I, r- I ran and hit. What happened? Indian. Cheyenne. I told Jacoby, but he wouldn't, wouldn't listen. I tried to tell him, but he wouldn't listen. You told him what? About about the burial ground. Bad enough just being here. And then him trying to take pictures of Cheyenne. There was only three of them. When he saw him taking a picture of the burial ground...
2: My goodness, that's bad, Mr. Dillon. Uh They get awful mad when somebody fool around and burying place.
4: What did they do, Grubbs? (laughs) He attacked us. Fought one of them off... and I ran and hid. I guess they couldn't find me.
1: Grubs. Why don't you tell me about it?
4: About what? About Toad. All right, I'll tell you. Professor gave me a lot of money. I guess I shouldn't have done it. Marshal? Yeah. I didn't e- even get my picture took. <laughs> Ain't that...
2: He sure was some gunman. Killing a helpless little old man for money. Yeah. Now let's see about Jacoby now. Hey, Mr. Dillon, you think them Cheyenne might still be around?
1: No, they just showed up by now, Chester.
2: There's the burial ground. Hey, look, there's his camera. Yeah, all smashed. And his pictures, all scattered around with it. My gracious. Chester, over here. That ain't a nice sight, is it, Mister
1: Jones?
2: No. Uh, There's a kind of
1: justice in it, Chester.
2: Yeah. They did to him just what he had grubs do to old Toad. Well,
1: we better bury him. Then maybe we better gather up those pictures. What for? Well, will send them back east for him. Maybe they'll be immortal like he hoped. Who knows? He might turn out to be a big hero.
2: And wouldn't that be
1: something? Yeah. Not that there have been heroes like that before. All right, come on. and directed by Norman McDonald stars William Conrad as Matt Dillon U.S. Marshal our story was specially written for Gunsmoke by John Meston with music composed and conducted by Rex Corey sound patterns by Tom Hanley and Bill James Harley Bear is Chester and Georgia Ellis is Kitty
0: The series Gunsmoke has been considered by many people to be the very best radio program of all time. Not just a great western or great adventure program, just the best old time radio program ever. It ran from 1952 to 1961 on CBS and spawned a television program that ran from 1955 to 1975. The series starred William Conrad as US Marshal Matt Dillon, the first man they look for and the last they want to meet. The rest of the cast consisted of Howard McNear as Doc Adams, Georgia Ellis as Kitty Russell, and Parley Bear as Deputy Chester Proudfoot. Doc's first name and Chester's last name were changed when the series moved to t- television. The show takes place in Dodge City in the mid-1880s. The producer-director, Norm Macdonald, coming from the terrific radio program Escape, continued the practices he learned there, excellent stories, a realistic feel, and meticulous attention to the surrounding atmosphere through sound effects and music. This western is geared towards an adult audience, as opposed to shows like The Lone Ranger. Gunsmoke did not shy away from explicit content, violent crimes, and morally conflicting characters and storylines. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next week.